welcome to Trek Companion. This is episode 287. I'm your host, Brian Williams. I'm Adam Caesar. I'm Stephen Embry. And today we're going to discuss Discovery's season four episode, Stormy Weather. Stormy Weather, Season 4, Episode 6. Original release date, December 23rd, 2021. Directed by Jonathan Frakes. Written by Anne Koffel Saunders and Brandon Schultz. Guest cast include Annabelle Wallace as Zora, Ian Alexander as Gray Tall, Rutherford Gray as Terex, Emily Coots as Kayla Detmer, Patrick Kwok Chun as Gen Reese, Oyan Oladejo as Joanne Oshkun, Ronnie Rowe Jr. as R.A. Bryce, Sarah Midich as Nilsson, Raven Dauda as Tracy Pollard, and Ivan Lopez as Cortez. Seeking answers, Discovery ventures into subspace created by the dark matter anomaly. Burnham and Saru also discuss Zora's newfound emotions, an evolution which seems to have been organic. However, Zora can tell that the captain feels uneasy about the situation. Meanwhile, Book faces a strange visitor from the past when he takes on the responsibility of operating the spore drive and things go wrong. You know what happened, Paul? Uh, yes and no. So this is what the mycelial network normally looks like, and this is the network here in the void. It's why I didn't want us jumping at all. When Book tried, it was as if he touched a live electrical wire. It, we still used wires. And these holes are caused by the same thing that's eating through our shields, I assume. Yeah. So what now? Now, science. Whatever energy passed through Book during the jump left trace amounts in his brain. And once we finish analyzing it, we should know something about the void. What, what caused it, where it came from, maybe even how to get out of it. All right, uh, stormy weather. Just like, looking over my notes on this thing, it's like, dot screams, something about sonar, Zora creates a family tree. Uh, this is a weird episode. <laughs> this is a very weird episode. All right, Adam, kick us off on on Stormy Weather. Stormy Weather. So um, <laughs> it almost feels like a, an homage episode. We've obviously seen these these kind of episodes and all the way back to the original series, Next Gen. And they even referenced them in this episode. That's why it almost kind of feels like an homage. So it's the classic Starship gets trapped in anomaly. Um, of course, the anomaly looked anomaly looked like the um, the eye of um, um, from Lord of the Rings that <laughs> they were going in there. Zoran. So Zoran, that's where I was, yeah, Zoran. So I even Zoran. know Zoran, Zoran. Um, so yeah, they go in there. They're you know we all know it's coming. They're you know something's going to happen. They're going to get trapped in there you know it's all, all the things that we've seen before okay let's turn around and get out of here wait we can't find our way out you know and it's, it's all the classic things we've seen i'm like but it's funny it didn't you know sometimes when they really blatantly copy things from um past episode past series it kind of bothers me but i don't know for some reason it didn't this time because like i said I, it almost felt like an homage episode um so some of the other more interesting things that we got out of it um you know we got some more insight in book you know, that kind of character development um, from book. Um, you know, we find out a lot more about Zora. So those are the kind of the interesting things in it um, that we that I felt like we got out of the episode. Some of the funnier notes that I had, you know, you had a um, Android playing a computer in a game of chess in a bar. That was kind of funny. Not exactly an Android, but OK, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um you know you're you know so little little things like that i mean um, i didn't mind it i don't think it's like um one of the best episodes i've seen but i i was fine with it the void reminded me of the voyager episode i think it was called the void right and they're in that just 
weird spaceless space thing. I think that they mentioned Voyager in the episode too about that. No, they, I don't think they were talking about that episode. I think they were talking about the new Voyager doing something because mm. there's a new Voyagery ship. Well, I wasn't sure because they made reference to the Enterprise entering rifts and Voyager um, early on in the episode. So, mm. well, they did reference, I think, the Enterprise and the Galactic Barrier, though, where Norman Man has gone before. Yeah, episode, the second pilot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Steve, your first thoughts here? Yeah, you know, it's not an awful episode. It's just, it's, but it's almost more offensive than an awful episode because it's so nondescript. I mean, it's only one of these you could almost skip and you, and it wouldn't matter, you know, in, in so far in this season. And, um, and it does feel like, it's almost feels like an AI wrote this, you know, like, you know, you hear about these AIs writing songs or right, AIs like, writing right, stories. Like Mozart or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, you just, you just throw in all the track and it would produce <laughs> this for, for discovery. And, and it, <laughs> I wouldn't be a bit surprised because it's like, okay, it's picking up on threads. It's telling stories. It's nothing incorrect or wrong about it, but it's just like, oh, this and this and this, you end up with this, like a dozen different things you've seen before in some way, shape or form all loop you know, rope loped into one episode like this. And it's just, okay, great. You know, I mean, it was just, it's, it's dull. It's tiresome. There is one thing I did see in this episode that you wouldn't see in any of the other series, the hero shot, Burnham walking down the hallway, the sparks flying. Oh, out of yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> in this series before. Yeah. A lot. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, I want, <laughs> I want to clarify different. one thing. Just the mere fact that if you took this episode out of the season, I don't know. I want to automatically, dismiss it because you could take it out of the season and it wouldn't matter. It is definitely a bottle episode in more ways than one in every way you can use that term. And it, and it is true to say that it doesn't seem like it would affect the story at all to take it out. But that doesn't automatically make it bad to me. I mean, it's a, it's a serialized show, but you know, I'm looking forward to and hoping that Strange New Worlds functions that way every single episode. <laughs> But yes, I disliked this episode. It's not it's not that it's bad, it's just like the space that they're in. It's a it's just void of anything interesting and anything unique. Because yeah, it's, it's taking a piece from here and a piece from there, and there's not there's there's almost nothing. There's only one exception I'll talk about in a second. There's almost nothing in this episode that we haven't seen in previous Star Treks and probably better doesn't it didn't really have, give me any reason to kind of watch it i wasn't looking forward to the next theme when i was watching this episode so i i didn't hate it but it's just um vanilla and forgettable i remember i feel like we had that complaint a lot during enterprise and usually discovery doesn't give me this feeling usually i mean if anything maybe i dislike an episode but, but that's like what you were getting at steve like that's almost in a weird way that's almost better <laughs> well i feel right. like that I, mm-hmm. I feel like this season's been a lot of vanilla and discovery. Well, this one more than any more than any other for for me. Yeah, well, except that, for one. Well, that's thing. what I'm saying. Yeah. So there's one thing I found unique. This this whole thing about the ship having AI. We've seen that like for an episode, or that was the storyline of a next gen episode, that kind of thing. But this is like an ongoing. They've made the kid. They've made Zora. We're calling Character. the ship Zora. Sounds like a female voice. Seems like a female name. So I'm going to say her. We've made Zora a character. We've made the sh- the ship. AI, which for all intents and purposes is the ship. We've made the ship a character. We've made Zora a character. And I I don't recall seeing that other than, like I said, maybe a, a one-off. That's the whole story. But just as far as it's just another character on the ship. And, and we haven't seen that before. I'm not exactly sure I like it, but that's new. Um, yeah, I definitely agree with you, Brian. I, I, I don't have a problem with it yet. I kind of, I like the, the idea of it. So it just depends on where they go with it. Um, 
obviously we've mentioned this before. This was teased in one of the shorts that they did years ago. Um, so um, it's definitely new and something, yeah, something that we've not seen before. So it just feels weird when Burnham's sitting there. I mean, the only one that can save every crew member <laughs> is the ship and the AI of the ship. I mean, it doesn't seem like. I mean, there's got to be, you would think, if you're thinking rationally, you'd be like, do I want to leave all our lives up to the, I mean, isn't that a question that we handled in, was it season two with the the whole, where this where the AI came from to begin with, right? Something about the sport, sport data or whoever, the control and all that crap, remember? Trying to forget. Like the software decided, you know, like in the Terminator movies, the software decided to eliminate the the parasitic humans or whatever, you know, I just, there's that, there's always that part of you that thinks that way. Sometimes paranoia isn't bad. <laughs> I mean, it seems, it just seems weird. She's, she's very, being very, very, very accommodating and rational with the computer. Well, another thing about this episode, it's about Zora and book Two mm-hmm. Obviously Zora is a very brand new character. Um, you know, and book is, I'm not sure if he's a regular or, you know, how would we define book at, at this point? Is he a, you know, a regular part of the, the show. So that's what this episode, it's about these two characters, none of, none of our other main cast. So uh, I know we usually, when we when we come across episodes like that, we're not very favorable to them. What do we think of uh, the, the, the storyline with Book and his father and stuff? I liked it. I thought it was fine. It feels like something we've seen before again, you know, and I mean, it's, 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 it's fine. I mean, we, it's, I don't know, it's supposed to be a revelation that we hear his name or anything like that, but it's, um, it's there. It's it's nothing shocking or particularly intriguing, but it's fine. I didn't dislike the bit with uh, Gray distracting Zora with a uh, the game or whatever. Again, if it's like if I step back and think of it in a macro way, it's kind of silly. But well, I mean, you know what we see in the episode. I mean, it's you know Gray is trying to find her way, and it seems like the show is trying to find a place for her as well. I mean. Um... You know, in this episode, it kind of seems like she kind of took on the the counseling role um, that we saw from Kluber. Colbert, Colbert was Colbert. back in sick bay, not being a count. But then the the chief medical officer, right? It's that woman. Probably the most I've ever seen her. Yeah, we don't see the two of them together very often. It's just like it's just kind of meh. This episode was kind of meh or weird. It was either meh or weird, depending on the scene. From a drive, you know. Um, Frank's directorially, I mean, it it was paced well. It, I didn't feel like it drug or was. Well, he Frank's always makes at least one choice that I think is weird. Which, I mean, it's a TV show, so the 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 showrunners have as much, if not more, effect. You know, the producers are sure. have a lot to do with what we end up seeing. In a way, say it's not true in a film, but I bet like that the slow mo right stuff shot you referenced earlier. I bet that that was had to be Frank's. <laughs> I didn't necessarily. At least there weren't any of those uh, those damn steady cam going in circles around two people having a conversation. That always makes me dizzy. I didn't, and he does that a lot, and I didn't see that at all in this episode. So that's good. Dot was screaming. Yeah, that's horrific. Yeah, that was kind of cruel. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not quite sure why they made that choice to have the the dot be you know have a this horrific death. That was kind of odd to me. <laughs> what was the purpose of that? Yeah, you don't need to assign like sentience to everything. Okay, we got the, we got the whole, uh, the, you know, the, the ship itself seems to have an AI that's sentient now. We don't need to like make every little robot something that's screaming and dying. Oh my gosh, you know. They had more of a, of, we need a name for this, Adam's 
unacceptable use of the transporter. Burnham hops up to the bridge. They didn't do it as much. They've kind of slowed down a little bit, but yeah, I mean, it, it pops in here and there. No, well, she goes from from sick bay once they right is, is that where they are? But yeah, when they figure out how they're going to get out, and then she just she beams up to the bridge real quick. You know what makes me think of <laughs> in Wally, the, the yeah. overweight people. <laughs> So right, they they're all gonna. Yeah, everyone's gonna start uh, having a problem with their. Let us be in hover chairs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and now, I mean, hell, the, the ship has sentience now. Just stay back yeah. on the station and, and tell Zora what to do. Let us know yeah. how it goes. Don't it's even get. Well, they, they don't have to leave their enormously large apartments, right? Their, their quarters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I think we had so for the audience out there. I think we had this discussion early on when we started season three. I thought their quarters were so big. I thought I just assumed they were on book ships, but now I'm now I know that they're the she's got like a full apartment on the ship. No, that, that was this season. That was this season. Yeah. What's this episode about? Well, you have to come. I I, I think there's two things that kind of relate are book and um, Zora. It's um coming to terms with your emotions. In book's case, it was he was having to deal with the anger, all the raw emotional anger that was inside of him for you know what happened to his world and obviously, you know, his father and his upbringing. So, and, you know, you see that in that nice scene with him and Saru, you know, towards the end of the episode. And that correlates to, for me, it correlates to Zora, what they're trying to say, you know, she, she had the computer, the, the, the ship had to overcome its fear to focus and do what's right. So a lot of it to me, it's like, they were trying to say like, you know, just coming to terms with your emotions was kind of the theme I took from it. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, basically, uh, at least at least dealing with with your emotions enough to be able to function you know whatever it is you need to do you need to get through it sometimes you want to just shut down or or this is it's something you're totally preoccupied with something but sooner or later you're going to have to find a way to deal with it if you want to function so i can see that i mean i i I do think this is a you know there's a lot of issues with this episode and how nondescript it is but i mean if we can at least state something that it's about like this and 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 it didn't do anything completely offensive or off the rails you know you know at least they yeah got through it you know what i mean it's yeah so that whole storyline that in fact that literally that scene you talk about they take stuff from that yeah, star trek that scene where burnham is telling zora you have to learn to accept that some things are out of your control or whatever you know it's helping her through it these emotions it reminded me of the scene in generations in stellar cartography when picard is telling data sure you have to learn to deal with the with your because he's he has to be shut down until they can remove the emotion chip. Yeah, and that was kind of the same thing. Fear with data, you know. And then yeah, the opposite end of it with book who wanted just to explode into rage and revenge. So that would that be more con? Well, that, yeah, and that book scene with with Saru, you know, Saru telling him about the his rage against the Bahul, Bakul, whatever. Um, yeah, I always want to call him the Baku. Hey, they mentioned the Baku in this episode, didn't they? feel like that little scene i i like that they gave a wishikin i like that they gave her a scene they gave the actress something to do they gave her a little story bit it just felt like the wrong time to do it <laughs> we're all about to die we're gonna go into this pattern buffer and you hold on i want to tell you a little story that stuff drives me nuts Any, anytime i see that in a film or tv show where it's just so off the rails like this you know there's not time for this i mean it's just it's, <laughs> it's just wrong and then right after that you had the hero shot the, the hero shots right, right. <laughs> It's more forgivable in something like the broadcast Star Trek, where you know they had to hit forty-six minutes or whatever they had to do, fifty-one. The original series, but here it can be whatever length they want. You know, 
Like, yeah, this feels out of place. Maybe let's just cut those couple little moments. All right, let's do six degrees for stormy weather. I believe Steve had last time's question. So, Adam, Zora mentions that there are documented instances of people living in the pattern buffer for extended periods of time. She's likely referring to Montgomery Scott living in a pattern buffer for 75 years, as shown in what episode of Next Gen? Is that Relics? Yes, sir. Wow, I got an episode. I got an episode. Look at you. You got an episode title. Adam says he doesn't, and he did. It was. I almost asked how many years he was in there, but that didn't. That seemed a little harsh. You would have to give that out of multiple choice. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, another episode in the books. We got a lot of Star Trek news recently. We got all the dates for everything. Basically, when they finish season four of Discovery, they're going to do Picard season two, Strange New Worlds, Lower Decks season three, and we're going to have a week of every week's going to have a new episode of Star Trek until the fall which is pretty cool. And then after that, sometime in the fall, we'll get the other 10 episodes of Prodigies season one, episodes 11 through 20. So, I mean, there's pretty much new Star Trek for the rest of 2022. And I'm saying that in January, which is kind of cool. And we're going to be back in uh, two weeks to discuss the next episode of Star Trek Discovery. And real quick, Brett, when was the last time they had three shows running at the same time? There was Picard, and then, well, and then it was months before, I think it was Lower Decks, followed by Discovery. Well, I'm just talking about the, back to the 90s. There was never more than two shows running at once, right? It was, you know, you had Next no, Gen and DS9. No. Yeah, right. There was only two shows overlapping. I assume you're not watching Prodigy, Adam, but Steve, you're watching Prodigy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going to get into it eventually. So. Yeah. I enjoyed the last episode, the little, it's a little bit, it felt like a little Star Trek-y kind of episode with the time stuff, and yeah, it's cool. All right, so uh, we're going to be back in two weeks to discuss the next episode of Discovery's fourth season. Again, that's going to be, we're just going to be talking about one episode, but then after that, two weeks after that, so a month from now, we'll be back to our normal two episodes discussed per podcast, and that will be the plan for the foreseeable future. So again, in two weeks, we'll be discussing a single episode of Discovery's fourth season, and after that, we'll be back to our normal schedule. You can send us an email, trekcompanion at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is at Trek Companion. Thank you so much for spending half an hour with us. And until next time, take it easy. Bye, guys. See ya. I passed it.